0: been grinding all week, it's time to celebrate. Hit the club, turn it up, nigga, elevate. Yeah, you know I'm blind, nothing levitate. Yeah, I'm bit, but you know my pockets sell straight. Yeah, somebody tell them it's a celebration. I've been grinding all week, so I'm celebrating. Yeah, somebody tell them it's a celebration. In the club, turn it up, it's a celebration. My snakes got bottles in it like a diaper bag on the kid next like a diaper rash? The trunk shot straight, got me hella bit. Yeah. Red girl, white girl, I like peppermint. Uh yeah, I never been discriminant, Tell your baby daddy here, never be equivalent. Niggas know I've been the truth, all I do is the benefit. Notify the beneficiary, cause I'm killing shit. Don't be so naive to think your baby mama innocent. Way before the benediction, I was letting the benefit. I just picked the over, kicked the out, and bit the corner. She's been looking for me since, but you know I've been the goner, yeah. Tell my nigga, turn up, turn up, elevate. David Blame the to get me fly. Enough to levitate, heavyweight, I'm too authentic with them to rip
1: Damn, <laughs> you already in it, bro.
2: Already at it. What's up, bro? Heard the damn music speeding up and slowing down. I said, damn, it must be the anniversary of something going on. Yeah, start off with technical differences. Did it sound like that on your side?
1: No, nah, no, nah, it was all good. It
2: was, it was like speeding good. up on my end, maybe because I'm the one playing it or something. I don't know. Yeah.
1: But bro, man. November, what 22nd, Thanksgiving Eve, yeah, dog. One year, 43. one year in the days, 43, 43 of them things tonight,
2: man. 43, not even including the ones that not really episodes, so you know yeah, we over 52 strong
1: for real, yeah, yeah, man. So just want to, uh, you know, thank everybody who's been supporting, watching, following, sharing, liking, commenting, you know, all of that, you know, keep going, all that and uh, we gonna keep going so uh, keep bringing y'all great content uh, so we back for episode 43 if North Street could talk so yeah, shout out to North Street man man east side west side you know all of that and, Yeah, uh, man we're just uh, just excited man to keep pushing this platform forward
2: yeah man uh, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the year it really just started yeah. so you know what i'm saying it's uh to be here is amazing for real something you know that was just derived from an idea you kept it pushing so you know Oh yeah i'm happy about that
1: yeah man most definitely like i mean i couldn't be you know more pleased with everything we've been doing man uh, a lot of people don't know you know the work uh behind it behind the scenes that goes in to you know reach out to people and put stuff together man. So but uh they said, you know, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. So uh we good man.
2: Yeah. I um, feel like I got a do do I have a delay to you? Feel like I got one. Nah we good. Alright, cool. Well so, man, you know, okay. without further ado, we can we can uh like you said every- If North Street Could Talk, and then we can get into uh, what we have going on this episode. Uh, But before we do all that, we're going to hop right in and let you know. 443 If North Street Could Talk is sponsored by my guy Chaz Fade. So, tune in. Yo, we back for another episode of Sticks and Stones. This episode is brought to you by Chaz Fade from none other than my homie Chaz A. McCaskill licensed master barber, located at Enhanced Barbershop, 2317 West University Drive, Suite 173, Den, Texas, phone number 662-288-3692, pull up on my guy, man, he'll get you right, tell him Sticks and Stones sent you, whether you want the waves, the fade, or edge up on the braids, whether you got dreads. You trying to switch it up? Cause you're on the run from the feds. Go see my guy, man. He gonna get you right. Doors
0: open. Come in. Have a seat. Make an appointment. No line. No wait. VIP. Yes, sir.
2: Shout out to Chaz, baby, man. You know if you're ever in the Texas area, then go see him. He might be in Mississippi this week. I don't know where he is, but like, I know he got his Clippers wherever he is. So go, go holler at my guy. Yeah,
1: man. Um, and also, you know. Y'all need those, uh, promotional, uh, you know, we can, we can provide those promotional opportunities for you. So reach out, let us know, think about it while you're eating turkey and dressing tomorrow. So, uh, but nevertheless, man, we, uh, we're going to jump into, uh, this power pack episode tonight. Uh, we got a, a feature, uh, slash highlight, uh, with an individual that I was able to meet, uh, maybe a few months ago down at uh, Kemic Coffee and uh, we had a chance to chop it up and uh, man, just uh, excited to uh, hear everything that he has going on uh, tonight and uh, so without further ado we're going to welcome on uh, Mr. Andre Thomas of Two Jabs Boxing along with uh, the owner uh, one of the owners of uh, Kemic Coffee uh, Mr. Frederick Bean so y'all give him a Round of applause as he uh comes in to the show. Uh, hey, but been what what up? What's, What's up, guys? Gentlemen. What's going on, man?
3: I'm yeah, Chilling, man. Just after a long day. Yeah, yeah. So you, you you you
1: been on the on the bags today?
3: Oh yeah, every day, seven days a week, man. I don't take yeah. no days off.
1: Yeah. Life no, don't need yeah. for watching you take one off of that. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, look, man, we uh, like I said, we don't like to waste time on this show. Uh, so, you know, we're going to jump right into uh, the interview. Uh, right. That's good. So, uh, you know, for us, myself, Matt, um, like, just kind of tell us, you know, who Andre Thomas is. Well,
3: who I am now, I'm a totally different man from who I was in 2017 when I moved here. I I went through a life change. When I moved here, I was real unhealthy, 203 pounds, five foot seven, wearing a three X shirt <laughs> thing like that, you know. And then I had an instance one day when um My daughter asked me, could I go for a bike ride with her? And I told her I didn't have enough time because I was doing work in the yard. But later on, I had got a screen time notification from my phone telling me through that day, I've been on that phone for at least four hours throughout the day, you know, just here and there. And I couldn't even take my daughter for a ride for a half hour on her bike. So some, some up in that message right there made me change everything where I had to, I got off social media, everything for like three full years. And then, you know I improved my health, worked hard on myself every day. And now I'm here where I'm at, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good stuff, man. Um, and then you know like just to follow that up you say um, uh go ahead back. go sure. you good yeah i was just going to follow that up by asking like uh um, you know just the the two jails part like just your your boxing journey and then just kind of discuss you know your background uh in the sport um how many years you you know you've been doing it and then i'm assuming your health journey is kind of what sparked, you know, your interest.
3: Oh yeah, it it sparked the new me because, you know, the old me was was a learning experience to get into who I am now. You know, the boxing journey started where, you know, I'm originally from Racine, Wisconsin. That's where my boxing journey started at. Um, What led me to the gym was my uncle taking me to a Golden Glove Championship to watch a close family friend of ours. And after watching that, I got excited, not watching boxing, but watching how my uncle and them responded off watching boxing. So I wanted that attention that, you know, how how pretty much the attention they were giving it with excitement, I wanted to be able to do that for myself. So you know that that's just how it all started. Just you know, just looking at a, a family member who I really looked up to that spent time with me coming up to you know see what he accepted in his life. So I wanted to make sure I kept that fresh.
1: Yeah. Yep.
2: So I don't know. I guess I was having technical difficulties, so I had to log out again because I, I was getting a long delay. But uh I'm not sure if you said this already, but uh where where is your gym located?
3: My gym located here in Como, Mississippi on um Lee Jennings Road. 473 Lee Jennings Road.
2: And you open seven days a week?
3: Seven days a week. I try to say I take a day off, but if somebody calls and say they want to train, come on, let's go.
2: Yeah. So what what uh what age ranges do you train, and and what determines, I guess, your training approach?
3: Well, I, I like them from at least twelve and up. You know, because you know when you got them a little bit younger than that, you can't spend too much time with them because they they lose focus. But twelve and up, they start developing that focus. And, you know when, where they can take the full workout and you don't have to really worry about them too much mm-hmm. but my main focus though are training boys i, I don't want to have um you know no gender problems I just, just straight boys and
1: men in my gym
3: that's it
1: yeah um and we see you got you know you got fred being there uh to your side um wow so uh he trains with you and or you train you know him oh yeah Uh, one of my questions uh was i guess like when you're getting someone ready for you know a fight or you know anything like that like what what kind of goes into you know that process i know it's different for for each fighter but like what all goes into that
3: oh man a, a lot of cardio and a lot of punching you know cardio you, you just got to withstand it, man. It's a brutal sport. And if there's anything that you want to test yourself with adversity with, this is the sport to do it. You know, cause I don't care how good you are. You're going to have to go through adversity if another man wanted to be just as bad as you do. So it's a, another part of it is a mental state also. You got to learn how not to be afraid of nobody. No matter what circumstances your opponent don't put other people through, never put yourself in that position. You know, that, that's one of the main things of building when, when you're getting ready to go into a fight, you gotta have a very strong mental mental, um, mental deposition, and then you also gotta have a lot of a lot of fitness to go along with it. You know, it's just not that pretty stuff that you see all the time, them people hitting them little pads and stuff. They ain't moving their feet. Come on now. You got to move them feet in the ring. You can't just sit there and punch people, and they go sit there and wait for it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I guess with that being said, like, how do you handle, uh, like, setbacks or losses, you know, from, from- – Nothing.
3: You get back in the gym the next day. Work on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So is there a, is there an adjustment you know in the training like how like what is that uh, what is that approach uh, versus well, a, a win versus a loss?
3: Well, a loss could be a win though. It it can be that learning experience you need it for later on. That's why I prefer a lot of the losses to happen early. Because once you once you learn how to lose early, you know how to win strong. A lot of guys that don't never lose, when they do lose, look what happened to them, you know? Yeah. So it, it's all about, okay, you took that loss, this is what happened. We sit there, we watch watch a video of what happened, and I can sit there and pinpoint every single thing that that person did wrong or what he did to get himself caught. Cause I would tell you why you're in the ring what you're doing wrong. But if you don't correct it while you're in the ring, you know, whatever situation you end up with, that's something we're
4: going to have to work on in the gym because I don't want that to become a habit. Right. I, I want to I wanna come in a little bit on that cardio. If we ain't spend enough time on that cardio. I play football, you know, basketball, everything. But the training for... For those sports ain't the same as boxing. It's a lot more cardio. Um, you know, to fight for three minutes. You know, uh, it's two minute rounds now in amateurs, but fighting for three minutes it, it's pretty tough. You know, first ten seconds is full of emotions, and after ten seconds, you got two minutes and fifty more seconds to go. <laughs> you know, and somebody trying to knock your head off. Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't know all of what it took. I thought it was just, you know, just fighting or whatever. Uh, no, nah, it's, it's a lot to go into it. Uh, and I've never been big on cardio running, you know, miles. Or, or you know, I just kind of just showed up and used my athleticism. But it can only get you so far without that cardio. And once you get tired, that's when you get sloppy. And when he say get caught, what he's talking about is getting hit. You know what I'm saying? Getting punched. So you don't want that feeling. you don't want that feeling when you get tired you get sloppy you get to bending over uh you you end up catching some uppercuts that stuff don't feel good so you know and so back back to the learning uh when you say a win versus a loss every time you get hit you try to learn like okay what got me hit? you know sometimes you able to adjust in the ring sometimes you, you know you need your corner in which he works in the corner you know in those breaks he come back and you waiting on him to tell you what you're doing wrong because you can't see everything that's happening you know yeah getting hit yeah, <laughs> yeah. so like what what
2: is the approach what is the approach like for completely new and and they want to you know get into boxing start training and you know potentially go on uh further I should say, professional, but just what is the train, training regimen looks like for day one?
3: Well, um, it depends on the individual. A lot, lot of people, they say they they got it. Uh, they, they can take it. But once they get it, they don't understand what they're feeling. You know, you take their body through a hole. You, I'm serious. You you disrupt the person's whole body with the training. So now your body gotta go through them heavy vibrations from the punches that you landed, you know, and I'm telling you now, just one day of punching your neck, your shoulders, your back, everything hurts. So my thing with that is I don't start off with that too much. I get everybody condition-wise and cardio. Cardio and a um, lot of sit-ups and push-up, calisthenics pretty much. I gotta get them set up in that first. So then they, you know their body is able to take it even more.
2: And bring somebody in like that, like what does that initial timeline look like? I'm asking these questions because I like I'm, just, I'm considering just it just depends
3: on the individual. The individual um however, however they can process the workouts.
2: So yeah you know,
3: for me it was like what about three, three months? months? Well, about three, four months before he caught on because, you know, it's, it's heavy. So with boxing, I, I don't know what everybody else do, but once you get to a certain level, your body adjusts to it. Right now, I'm on a regiment where I do 700 to 1,000 sit-ups and push-ups every single day. <laughs> and then on top of that, I'll probably throw between three to four thousand punches every single day.
1: Hmm. Hold
3: on. And I'm and I'm 50 years old. Hold on, too.
4: How much I done I done what was the number I got up to? <laughs> 3,999. Did you this man's I got four
3: thousand, but he telling me oh, I got three. <laughs> 3 he got three thousand <laughs> because he punched with the opposite
4: hand, so that <laughs> hand didn't count. Well what he's talking about is we was Literally punching bags, and and four thousand punches. See what I'm saying? So that's the type of endurance and, and conditioning that you gotta build up to. What I think I started off one minute punching the <laughs> bag, like like when I first started to turn the timer on, I can only punch the bag for one minute. We go twenty minutes now, you no, know, thirty two. Sorry, thirty two minutes now. We moving up. It keeps moving.
2: So that, um, that's how long it take you around, right? Around- that four
4: thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I it was that four I told him his thumb was slow. He was clicking, it was a slow <laughs> thumb, man. Nah. <laughs> nah it's, it's
3: just ball about competition too. If, if you want them guys who who don't like to lose and nothing and, and gotta work hard with everything, that's more of a sport for you. You know, you ain't one of, if you want them guys who real shy and like to stay back this really ain't the sport for you. You know, you're going to have to really want it to do it because you're going to go through a lot of things that will change your whole mindset. You know, different days you're going to have different mindsets of being able to go to the gym. Do you really want to go there and take that? You know, it, it's almost life decisions you make every time you get ready to go to the gym because you know, when you get there, it going to be something they're waiting on.
1: Yeah. Whether you come to my gym. Yeah. Um, you mentioned your son, um, earlier. Um, and I know uh, we were talking about him being a part of the show, but just kind of talk about like how you been able to, you know, bring him along. And it, was that something that he wanted to do or something that you said, Hey, you, you know, you're going, well, um, for
3: his first like 10 years of his life, he was, he was in the gym with me every day because, um, I also had a gym up in Wisconsin. So, he was in the gym with me every single day. It's almost like how a lot of these um, young boxers that came up that have been in the gym since they like five, six years old. That's how my son was. Just be around. He'll go in, put on gloves himself, hit the bag, and then try to copy what everybody else doing. You know, that's how that's how you pretty much um, allow them to get into the sport they self. Then for a while, they, they moved down here to um, – the Ellisville and he played basketball there. And, um, I think, I think it's called Jones school or something like that. Jones high school. He, he played basketball there. And then once COVID hit, you know, it put a freeze on everything. So while, while that time was off, he got back involved with boxing and they haven't looked back from it yet. So, you know, he, he have, um, a coach named James Gandy down there, legend boxing gym up in um, Waynesboro that he goes to, but he also comes up here and trains with me on, you know, on time off and things like that. So, you know, it, it's, um, it's hectic that he's so far away, but at the same time, we still get together. He have matches, you know, we travel four or five hours. It, it don't matter. We just go do it and take care of it, you know, what we have to do.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty dope. And then, um, like, as I was thinking about you know uh, this interview, I thought about uh, just dealing with kids who you know we all know the kids who were in school, you know, fighting and 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 all of that. Like, uh, but I guess my question is like, how would you guide a parent who has a child who's been engaging in school fights and like just kind of guide them into redirecting or channeling that, that, that energy.
3: See, see but that, that's the problem right there. They not challenged. Okay. You got to be able to challenge, you know, that, that's the problem with most of these kids. Now they, they haven't been challenged. And the reason why so, so many of them is disruptive is because they haven't had that fear of death and don't know what that fear of death is. And, you know, that fear of death is like what we was brought up with, where we would get whooping so long that we was hoping we would die so we can quit feeling them hits coming to us. You know, they made that once they made that illegal. You know, that's why you got these wild animals out here. That's like having a pack of animals at home and you don't train them. You just feed them and walk away from them. Then you go up and try to pet them and see how they act towards you. You know?
1: Yeah and I guess just to piggyback on that like what would be your approach with a kid um well kid, if you if, if, if you were able to get one you of just them,
3: you got just um people. the main thing with a kid is to let them know that you know one to play with you gotta you gotta get them boundaries set first then after that then you get they trust learn how to talk to them find out little things about them Ask them how their days are. You know, you never know what's going on with a kid. They can be having a bad day and they acting out, but you don't know the reason why because nobody asked them. Yeah. Down here, it's, it's bad. It's, it's all about capital punishment before you even find a, find a solution for anything. You know, so with a kid, you just got to take your time with them like anything else. If you don't take your time with them, they can get loose. You know especially if you get to the point where half the kids been raised by sitting in a house on a video game and now they in high school and they set loose a little bit and don't know how to act around you know anyone else don't nobody go outside and play don't nobody have adventures no more yeah you know don't even have a bike gang what where's a bike gang at around here man come on now (laughs) we're six or seven kids riding on the bike just going out just you know Just having fun. You don't see that no more. You don't see skateboards no more. You know, you don't even see a big wheel, do you? You probably don't even know what a big wheel is, do you? Oh yeah, I I know. know. You know, know. it's a lot that these kids miss. They don't have nothing. You know, here there's I don't even see a community center where you know they they can have outlet after school. You know, hey, it's just one of them things. They they call them bad. They call them everything. No, they these are smart kids that need something to do with they said, They don't have nothing to do because you won't allow. them, There's
4: too many laws. I'm finna say because you you switch it from an environment where you know fighting you get in trouble to an yeah. environment where you expect to fight. <laughs> so that changes the whole mindset. You know, uh, I'm 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 big and bad at school. Cause the person I want to fight really don't want to fight me, you know. Mm-hmm. they don't want to get in trouble, you know. You know you're gonna get suspended. His parents may, you know, he might get in, he might get in even more trouble at home. But at the gym, at the boxing gym, you want to fight me, we fight. Yeah. You see, so it's yeah,
3: a it's it's no trouble aspect to it. Yeah, just the training concept alone would change
4: everything. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So what uh? What do you think some of the common misconceptions are about boxing?
3: Mm. Um, mainly people always talking about you're going to end up with like Muhammad Ali taking all them punches. You know, you get demonized like that. So a lot of places won't do any sponsorship for it or nothing like that. But, you know, less people get hurt in boxing than get hurt in football. You know, you less likely to, to die in boxing than in football. You know, you a hundred some pound man running running down running down the field and get hit by a three hundred some pound guy sitting there and lay on you, whole pile lay on you. You suffocate to death. Here in boxing, at least it's, it's minimized to who you get in there with. You know, you in the same weight class, hopefully same skill level. If not you should have a corner that's smart enough to pull you up out of there or a referee that's good enough to stop it for you. But, mm-hmm. you know, as far as, as far as that, that, that's pretty much what the main thing you will hear. You know, they, they try to say you get punched, drunk, all of that. Uh, that. That's all too part of your preparation for the sport.
2: Mm-hmm. So with that alluded to your experience. Into it, but what is your perspective on the role of boxing and like promoting physical and mental well being?
3: Mm. Can you repeat that again? I heard the mental well being.
2: Yeah, I said, What is your perspective on the role of boxing in promoting physical and mental well being? Um, it
3: teaches, you, it, it teaches you a lot of discipline, you got to be a disciplined person to get into sport in the first place. Without discipline, you know you can, you can get hurt. But at the same time, the sport will teach you how to pretty much be a leader amongst your peers that you're with. You know, we always look for the person who's been in the gym the longest to lead whoever comes in behind them. So that's all a part of my teaching. Whatever I give somebody, whatever I teach to somebody i need them to carry on that teaching for people that's behind them to let them know what the process is when they come in there what they go go through and don't be afraid of it that now they can share their experience with them also so as far as far as um what it does it it teaches people to take care of the people that's behind them You know, never look at people behind them and and treat them like they nobody because they had to go through the same role.
2: And then, I guess, additionally, uh, with a kid out there somewhere, an adult out there somewhere that want to start training, isn't a boxing gym near to where they could, you know, go, what advice would you give them? If, if they see this or see some of the clips that we put out from this interview?
3: Um, you know, my, my thing is just visit. Visit and, and get to know. Once you visit and get to know, then you make your own determination on whether that's something you can deal with. Whether if you like what's in my gym or you like what's in another gym. You know, some people just, they, they like to go to a place that's, I say more crowd friendly where it's a lot of people at. Mm-hmm. And some people like to go train where there's not too many guys at and they can really concentrate on what they want to do. So it's it's all depend on the level that the people want to go through. But they you know it's it's just like everything else, you gotta shop
1: around to make sure
3: that's something you really want.
1: Yeah. Gotcha. So look, um, before we let you go, um want to you know pretty much just tell you thank you you know for agreeing uh to come on uh, i know we mentioned earlier that uh you know we we we're gonna have you back uh at some and hopefully we can get you know you and your son on the dive a little bit deeper into you know some other things that you uh that you're doing and uh how two two jabs uh oh yeah is uh working in the community as well so uh and then any last words before We'll let you go. know uh, but, you know, anybody want, want that
3: challenge, I'm right here in Como, Mississippi, 473 Lee Jennings Road, phone number 662-426-2992. Hit me up. We appreciate
2: All right, man, you we appreciate to you, you stopping through.
1: All right. All right, thank you.
2: Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. We'll, we'll talk again soon. Yeah,
1: man. That was uh that feature was presented by uh Kimmy Coffee. Um we ran the ad a few weeks ago. Um, and uh they were the ones who selected Mr. Uh Mr. Thomas of 2JF Boxing uh to come on. Uh, but uh, shout out to Kim Coffee, man. Yeah, man. Uh down there doing great things and uh we got some more stuff cooking up, you know, with them and, and uh in the show down the road. So y'all stay tuned. But uh man, what else we got for him, man, tonight?
2: Uh you know, we're going to do a recap from last week. We announcing you know who's coming on next week and then we'll talk about Thanksgiving, some of the local recent events in our community. And then you know let these people get back to burning up their turkeys and ham, you feel.
1: <laughs> so, man, go ahead. Uh let's
2: uh let's let them know who coming on the show next week and uh we can talk about that uh, a little bit it right. hey, was up it's not up here no most i guess since i left but yeah so next week we got uh Tanya todd coming on she's the ceo fan of let's talk black on business uh, there is coming up soon and so really what we want to do is bring her on and highlight her event highlight what she's doing and also Board show so that she can promote that on our, and then see what else she has coming up. And you know, I'm looking forward to that conversation. And uh, yeah, just ready to get to it.
1: Yes, sir. Again, that's next week. Yes, sir. Next Wednesday, uh, November the what's that? I'm getting my days mixed up, man. November
2: the next next Wednesday.
1: November the next Wednesday. Hey.
2: Said, man, we don't know the date right now.
1: November 29th, uh, at 8 p.m. <laughs> so, you know, again, we yeah. celebrating the night One year on the platform. Uh, we're 43 official episodes in, uh, but we've done uh, a lot more. So we're up there in the 50 range, but officially this is the 43rd episode. So next week you'll see Tiny Todd on the platform uh, talking about everything uh, she has going on with Let's Talk Black Home Business. But, yeah, man, uh, uh, that was some good stuff in a short amount of time, man. Uh, I know you said you thinking about it, Mac. You know, he got me trying to think about it, too, man. Three, Bruh.
0: two, one. Go,
1: <laughs> So,
2: how they were talking. I, I was trying to get them tips to get started before I get there, so I can be a little bit all right when I when I show up. Well, see, but I don't he, know if that's for the. I don't know if that's for the kid. But well, see,
1: you, you got the military training and background,
2: man. <laughs> so, hey, hey, we shooters. It, it ain't gonna be nothing for you. I you got. I need to be able to fight a little bit. I ain't trying to do no hand. Co you just tell me I'm the and water, I ain't, I ain't in the streets. or nowhere, where. So so don't y'all say that.
1: Yeah man, Coach Daniels tell you me say? I ain't nothing I ain't no grease and water man. So hey. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. Shout out to the coach, coach, man. Uh, but yeah man. Yeah, man. Uh, but speaking of uh speaking of coaches, uh we want to dial it back uh to cold water for a few few minutes and uh shout out uh the late works junior um and the, uh, the gymnasium being renamed uh, uh, in his honor. So uh, uh, I know we weren't make, able to make the event on Monday, um, but we were able to, you know, show our support uh, from the platform. So man, uh, just still can't really believe cause five was gone, man. He just felt like he was somebody that was going to be around for a long, long, long time with the way he, you know, had things going in cold water. So, Mac. Uh, yeah,
2: man. I know you. Huge impact on so many
1: people. I know you spent a little time around him, you know, with uh, you playing for the boys and he was coaching the girls, man. Like, what's uh, what's, what's one of your favorite memories from uh, Coach Five?
2: Man, first, I still think I got a little It's like speeding up, slowing down. So if I'm slow to respond, that's why I see like the timer is different up here. So I don't know if they got something going on with the platform or what. But you know, my my most uh some of my most memorable moments with Coach Five, man, is just one, I always talk about we used to come back from road trips, us, the boys winning, the girls winning. They by twenty or thirty or something. And regardless of that fact, Coach Spuyall had him in the gym after coming back from, you know, a two-hour road trip running after the game because they missed too many free throws or because, you know, they didn't run the plays the way he wanted. And so, like, I, always, in the moment, as a player myself, I was like, man, I hope Coach Danger don't start no shit like this. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know what I'm saying, looking back, Understanding the whole concept and the hard work that needs to be put in, and then why he won those championships with his team and what he brought to the teams and the discipline that he instilled in them, and showing them like you know even when you win that doesn't mean you done, did everything right. So we need to get better. We're gonna get better. So after the game tonight, we run. So we would be somewhere going to eat or whatever, and the girls be at the gym running after winning by 30 so you know uh you got to be a, a certain type of coach to be able to
1: pull that off yeah yeah man so uh for me um i think it was it was probably um, probably my senior year and uh you know i had pretty much you know i played a little basketball junior high but pretty much high school was you know the band you know playing the drums and so you know you yeah It's time for you to be a senior. You know, you're trying to, you know, do everything. You know, trying to get all the patches on your letterman jacket and all that. And uh, so I went out there and uh, was going to try to, you know, do a little football. And uh, Coach Fiverr said, Sip, you got to have some lead in your pencil out here, Doc. (laughs) 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 And I was like, what? And then, look, on that same day, I can't remember who it was. He told somebody, it was somebody on the offensive line. He was like, you're standing straight up like 6 o'clock. And I was like, what? Like, where does he come up with this stuff, man? But, you know, just that's my, you know, and I guess that would be me. Like, that was my favorite thing, always being around or being close and hearing him, like, say something that I've never heard before. So, yeah, it was
2: so many, man, being in that gym, just, you know, us, the girls. Boy, so we would be waiting around to start practicing until they got done. So he was always on – and always had the quotables and always had us laughing too. So, yeah, yeah
1: man. I do live Coach Bible, Bible, Bible. for sure. And Like I said, just running into him, you know, in churches, I will always see him, you know. He might have had a game on Saturday night, Sunday morning. He was going to be in church picking that guitar. He was yeah, going to be the guitar. in the program that Sunday night, you know, playing for somebody you know, pulling up and that that, that was the thing about Co Spider. He wasn't like a lot of other musicians. Like if you asked him to play for you, your musician didn't show up, like he would play for you. Like and uh there's just something I always, you know, admired about him. So man, just I don't feel like them naming the gym, uh, could have uh you know, they could have named it after, after a after better person. So uh I uh I'm I'm uh Deeply, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm deeply, uh, moved. Yeah, moved. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't find the word, man. I appreciate uh, it. That's what you got a partner for. Damn, <laughs> uh, so, but uh, damn yeah, man. Um, but yeah, dude. So, um, and we had juice on last week man so i wanted to touch on that uh you know just a little bit man he dropped a lot of info a lot of nuggets gems and you know and all that just just learning about him you know on uh like i just wanted you know from an artist's perspective like what was your takeaway you know from uh getting to learn some of the things uh yeah. to I got a lot
2: of love and a lot of respect for Juice. Uh, you know, I've been away from home for the longest, but you know, his what he's doing, his reach, I always see what he's doing. I always see him giving back, and just from from an artist perspective, um, just his take on the business side of why he fell back or why he under the way he, you know, I need to be doing to get the money that I'm trying to get. Uh, the way that He's now still innovative and directing their energy towards art, still whether it's music, whether it's actual being a barber, uh, whether it's throwing events in the community or uh, doing graphics for other people, or you know, what I'm saying painting somebody basketball court in their backyard, like he's still contributing to to the culture, as he says, uh, revolves around hip hop, like, man. It's impressive to see, and it's motivation for somebody like me that underst- like understands or like feels sometimes in a similar position to where, you know what I'm saying, I'm a creator. I like creating stuff. So that's that's why my hand is always in so much, because when you're a creator, it's not just one thing that you want to create. So it could be music, clothes, art, you know what I'm saying, doing a podcast or just giving back, writing children's book, whatever it is. Uh, you just want to push yourself and striving and being better than you were before. And then at some point it's about you and more focus on what you can give back and teach others. You know what I'm saying? I I got a lot of respect for him for the way he walks that line. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. I echo those same sentiments. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, had to bring Scotty in here, man. <laughs> that dude. Uh, but, yeah, man, uh, just thinking about Thanksgiving, bro. Like, uh, you know, I know uh, a few hours away, everybody getting ready. I'm assuming that's why we only got nine people, you know, watching tonight. But uh, everybody trying to do that. Shout their out day. to them nine. Yeah, shout out to them nine, man. Shout right. out to y'all. Yeah. So uh but yeah man, just uh you know thinking about uh you know the past year man, so uh 2023, I guess in general, like what uh what do you feel like you're most thankful for or most most grateful for? Uh oh.
2: Uh, but, but cliche, but just life itself, man, it's it's so many. Untimely deaths and people being taken away from their families. So first, I'm just thankful to be here, and then also just being blessed enough to be able to give back. Well. Recognize and appreciate the small things that money can't buy, so things that I'm, I'm most thankful for. Like each day that passes, like the, the things that bring me the most joy are, are things that come free for me, and so or or feelings that come back, and so that thankful to be able to be in that position.
1: What about you? Man, just uh, the ability to be still, like, and just, like, create, not just have peace, but create peace. Um, Mm. Like, I think somewhere down the line, you know, like, I became such a, you know, check the box. Like, well, I ain't going to say check the box, but, like, having a checklist everything, trying to dot every I and cross every T, like, you know, being so calculated. But uh, like, I'm grateful for like in this season to to be able to experience a season of rest and like relaxation and, you know, just like I said, be still and not trying to um, to just pause, you know, and breathe and just live in the moment. Like, just being able to take that time and I feel like everything just has to be, you know, just back to back to back. So, uh, you know, that's that's what I'm most grateful for.
0: Yeah, that's
2: that's dope. Yeah. Uh, Got a lot to be thankful for this platform, this podcast, these people that tune in, show us love. Um, You know what I'm saying? The the people that watch later, uh, the people that support uh, silently. You Know we appreciate all of y'all, we appreciate the support. I also want to give a shout out to Eric, man. Shout out to him, he was part of his platform when it started, yeah. And so, it wouldn't be right if I didn't give him a shout out for what he did contribute on while he was on here. So, you know, what I'm saying, shout out to you for that, yeah, man. Shout, uh, out,
1: to, uh, shout out to E, man. Like I said, you know, uh, people grow and uh, you know, stuff change, and you know, uh. We just you know keep moving and keep pushing, man. So uh but definitely thankful, you know, for all the contributions. Uh like we we all you know just decided, hey look, we're gonna put this thing up and uh we're gonna keep it going. So uh, yeah. But,
2: so uh, what's up, man? It's getting to to yeah, I I know we talked about what we we appreciate and what we thankful for. What's what's on your list for the top five? D-
1: Oh I man, I'm I'm simple, man. Like, hey, you know, Thanksgiving ain't even, you know, I we that's a whole nother conversation, you know, about how I feel about it. But bro, all I need is some chicken, uh, some good spaghetti. Uh, got to have the cornbread. Uh I'm gonna eat a little greens. A little bit. A little greens and uh for dessert. Like just give me, you know, some chocolate cake or something. I may get a few pieces of turkey just to say I have some. You know. Yeah. But uh like you can give me the the pieces of the turkey that just like fell off. I don't even need like actual like piece. Yeah, just the little strip of turkey, but yeah. It's real simple for me. Yeah, that boneless dress. Nah, yeah, no. So But, yeah, man, it don't take a lot for me, man. I'm I'm, I'm real simple in in that regard when it comes to Thanksgiving. Shit, I'm simple, too. I had to think about the list hard. Like, I
2: won't, but um, I kind of centered it around Thanksgiving because on a regular day, you know what I'm saying, give me some fish, some some flights or something, you know what I mean? But, uh, giving shit.
4: Motherfucking, uh, uh, down, ham, uh,
2: Boy, nah, not for real. I want Thanksgiving, man. I'm gonna get some dressing, some some turkey. Just if it's season right, Uh I don't care too much for turkey either. But that deep fried turkey hit different. Yeah, for me. And, uh, yeah
0: that brother's starving. Yes,
2: sir. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet potato casserole, and then give me the leftover ham. I don't want the ham on Thanksgiving. I want the ham the next day so I can fry it and, and make me a sandwich. Feel? You? Yeah. Yeah, but I ain't put no dessert, but I'll I take caramel cake or something.
1: Yeah. Caramel?
2: Yeah, yeah man.
1: Caramel calm
2: caramel? Caramel, okay. Caramel, man. I don't know nothing about no karma.
1: Gotcha.
2: Car mix. Karma too close to karma.
1: Yeah. So, uh, like, let's get into these do's and don'ts, man. Like, I know this is something I, I used to do on Facebook back in the day. Uh, with posts and, and, and all that, but uh, I, I, I wanted to hear from Matt like tonight. What's your do's what's and don'ts when it comes to Thanksgiving, brother?
2: Mm-hmm. I got a list, I, I guess. Don'ts, I'm gonna give you five of each. Five cool, we doing five, yeah. Dudes, uh, oh. what you want me to start with the do's or the don'ts? Start with the do's, all right, the do's. First things first. You know, I'm about that money huh? So pay anybody at, anybody at the Thanksgiving dinner. Do pay them the money that you owe them without them having to ask for it. That's the first thing. Do that. Don't be hiding and trying to get your plate in the league. Buy some money. Pull up with their money. Pay them folks. Yeah.
1: That's
2: first. Two, if you're preparing some food, do – Make sure the dish you're preparing is on point, so you know. Get you a little sample. But don't like, don't don't bring your dish over to somebody's crib and you ain't tasting before you left the house. Yeah. You might need to leave that shit. <laughs> Just trying to tell you. So you want them to rain the cake with the slice already out of it? No, nah, but you're gonna need to prepare a little bit more so that you can have you a slice without having a slice. Yeah, it, you know what I'm saying? If that. Get you some sauce off the side or something, but hey, test that thing out before you pull up. Yeah, yeah, we don't need you over here talking about damn. I forgot to put the <laughs> vanilla flavor in there, or whatever you needed to do. I don't yeah. know. Just yeah, it's it, it missing something, it misses something. You ain't put the eggs <laughs> in the goddamn. <laughs> oh <laughs> so, man, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you. Make sure you test it out. Cause if I if I cook something and I test it and it ain't right, like, we ain't having it. Yeah. Or somebody, yeah. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, what they used to do on. Uh, what is it? How to become a millionaire or whatever. That's a life. A lifeline. Yeah, you gotta take a lifeline. Yeah. yeah. Hey, number three on the do list is hey do do, please do use some gloves when you making. Now, I know, you know what I'm saying? We we family where we from and we from the country and we from cold water. But you know, I used to tell her back in the day, when you know better, you do better. So, you know what I'm saying? Do wear some gloves, man? Everybody don't want shit under your fingernails and the drink and all that because of the way you mix it up. So man, put some
0: gloves
2: on. COVID still out here. Shit, uh, it's a whole bunch of shit going on, man. So Hey. Take yourself and protect uh the people that's coming to spend the holiday with
1: you. Look, it ain't nothing to come around
2: and offer you something like my hand
1: clean. How I supposed to know?
2: My hand, my head clean, shit. Oh, my mouth dirty. I don't want none of it. Yeah. What they say? My hand, my hand clean.
1: Yeah,
2: my hand clean. I just I hope
1: so. Okay. 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 Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, I hope they clean. clean. My my clean. clean and, put on. and put it over there with your hands Talking my hand clean.
2: I ain't Yo. seen you wash your hand. Ten. well, yeah, man. What, what, what you got next, man? Uh, what we had number What that was number three, no, that was number, number three. four. Uh, damn, did I miss Shit, anyway, I'm just gonna go to number four. Uh, being in the midst of you know, or do. Number four on the do list is be in the midst of people who bring you joy and good vibes, man. So, you know, people don't really rock with their family like that. Yeah. And, you know, coming from where we from, uh, a lot of still going to pull up, even though people don't want to be around them. So, you know what I'm saying? Like me personally, I love my family, and, and I don't have no problem being around either side of my family. So uh, just, I'm going to just say that, but a lot of people don't have that that same vibe they don't get the same uh love from their family and if that's you man be where you were peace be at the place that brings you peace be at the place of joy yeah. don't just show up somewhere because because you family man protect your peace protect your happiness you know what I'm saying yeah just just enjoy your day enjoy your thanksgiving yeah uh five um don't be afraid to be different I know like, and what I mean by that is, like, you know what I'm saying? If if you don't want to cook the traditional Thanksgiving dinner, like, I know our generation, I be seeing my was tired. Like, hey, I don't want no turkey this year. We doing this, we doing that. I ain't do that. Do that shit, don't. Seafood boy. Yeah, seafood boy. I got some legs in there right now. I'm enjoying going on, but they probably ain't going on eating or
1: something.
2: But, yeah, like, create y'all.
1: Huh? No, I was
2: gonna say because you can do a taco bar for me, and you can lead all the other stuff. Hey, I be eating, be eating ham sandwiches. Uh, I'm straight on the ham. We can do something else, but yeah. yeah. So you know, do what make you and your family happy, man. If you like being remote somewhere like we would, my kids want not finna eat half of that shit anyway. So, man, do what make you and your family happy. Create new traditions, whatever it is. Don't feel like you gotta. Continue doing what somebody else did or doing what you did coming up. You know what I'm saying? Be with your people. Be happy and, and be thankful. Yeah. Uh, That was fire. Yeah. Man, I feel like I spent 10 minutes doing. Oh, you good, man. Oh. Yeah. Uh, So to the don'ts, man. Uh, yeah. First, the first thing on the don't list, a don't. Do not text me happy Thanksgiving tomorrow. Do it. Don't text me happy Thanksgiving tomorrow. If you see this, or I'm probably up. and when you text me happy Thanksgiving, I'm gonna send this shit in a clip to you. Like, don't, bro, we already know. We know. (laughs) Don't send me in no damn group message. Don't text me happy Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? Say that shit on your page and on your Facebook page. Everybody gonna see it. Don't nobody need to say nothing back. Like, bro, we get it, man. We come on now. This this ain't. It ain't rocket science, but I'm it. sure I have some Texas tomorrow. I'm probably ignoring. You know, they they put um, their
1: head together right now.
2: Putting it right. Get your head blocked. <laughs> hey, hey, don't get your head <laughs> blocked. Right. Thank you. <laughs> what else you got? Tell me. Uh, yeah, so that's that, that number one. Run through these real quick, man. Number two. Hey, if you got family coming from out of town. Uh, show them folks some love. What do you mean, some love, man? I mean, hey, find a location that they gonna be at and pull up on them. Don't have them coming from out of town, flying in, getting a rental car, paying for hotels, and then they got six houses. You want to see them go where the hell they at? Pull up on them. And ain't nobody down, hunt y'all down no more. Yeah. I know I ain't. I'm gonna be over here and you can pull up if you wanna see us. Spots, we're gonna make a few rounds, but we ain't, hey, why you ain't hit us up when you was at home? Why you ain't when I wasn't at home? Yeah, Yeah, you talking about uh I, I probably sound mad, bro. I'm not I'm I promise I'm happy. Do you man sure <laughs> uh, no. let me see three yeah but but consolidate consolidate Make them people drive around. Number three, you know, uh, as the, the owner of HNTV, I'm gonna need you to pay that cable bill tonight. Cause t- tomorrow, I'm doing it's a holiday. If your shit get cut off and you pay and start texting me, I am not. I'm gonna respond when I respond. Mm. The policy is out. It's been out. It ain't nothing new. Cause it's Thanksgiving. It's a hey, pay before your shit get cut off. And them niggas' tie testosterone ain't up like yours. <laughs> it ain't. It ain't. And, and the thing is, like, it's been like this. It's not just because it's Thanksgiving, that's the policy. And, and just to clear some up, I don't cut your cable off. Mm. Your cable cuts off automatically. Every so you pay 30 days, it's going to cut off if you don't pay again. So I ain't going in cutting it off. I cut it back on. That's so why I want you to pay early so I can have time to do it case I'm driving, you ain't texting me saying, hey, I paid my cable. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm driving. I'm. Gonna, if you pay before it get cut off, I had time to respond. You feel me? But, yeah, off the uh, – don't take more than one plate of leftovers for you and nobody else. I don't care who you're taking the plate for unless you got it through whoever house you at. You know what I'm saying? Let's those people tell you to do so, don't be trying to stack your place up for the week. And then they ain't got no leftovers left. But I know, you know, places like my crib, we ain't going to probably eat all the food. So we a lot of people, to, hey, take as much as you want. But if they don't tell you that, man, especially about them cakes and pies, you take some ham, hey, they going to chill out on them cakes and pies, leave some of that for them folks. Right. And then, uh, damn, what's this? Uh, yeah, Hey, don't forget the shit before you leave home. You know what I'm saying? Don't come missing nobody's bathroom. Sometimes you gotta go. Sometimes you gotta go. out. feel I'll Do that shit for you leave home if you can't.
0: No, sir. Not me. Nah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. That's all I got, man. What you got, bro?
1: Bro, man, you done had me rolling over here, man. I don't even know if I want to. All right, so I'm gonna try to get through mine. All right, here go my dudes This is a big one for me. Please start on time. Do start on time. If you say two o'clock, by two ten, we need to be. I need to hear some full rap. Like, we got to start secondly, on time. Secondly, clean your microwave plate. Clean the microwave plate tonight. Like, I get there, I want to heat up my stuff. I don't need you talking about, well, I'll just stick it in the air fryer real quick. Now I want to put it in the microwave. (laughs) Would they be embarrassed
2: about that microwave
1: plate, bro? All right,
2: what if it's dirty and you and you getting ready to put your food in there? How you
1: gonna? I'm gonna eat it cold. Eat it cold. (laughs) No, man. Uh, Number three. Please locate your five-stick remote tonight. (laughs) When the game come on, we don't need you trying to say where it was and you you just had it and you left it over here and all that. And then when you do find it, go ahead and put your fresh set of batteries in there. Just... I don't care if you changed them yesterday. I'm going to put you a free, fresh set of batteries in there. But you know you're buying the batteries from Dollar General. So they don't last about 24 hours. So just put you some, some batteries in he there. He said 24 hours. All right. This is the next thing. Number four. Go get you some ice in the morning. When I get there, I ain't going nowhere. Go and go get you some ice. Store it up. You know your your ice maker been out on your refrigerator for the past two two years. So just go and go get you some ice tonight. tonight or in the morning at the latest. All right. So, so they can't stop and get no ice on the way. No, sir. No, sir. I'm not paying six dollars for a bag of ice tomorrow. God. All right. Number five. This is personal. If you just stopping by to show your face, do that and just go on. We don't need to know where you just came from or where you headed to. Stop by. No! I'm, no! I'm just like, we don't need no whole conversation. And you holding it up, folks trying to make you eat. You gotta tell them what you don't already had. And I, I mean, you ain't got to do all that. Stop by, show your face, keep it pushing. All right? Now, for my don'ts.
2: Keep it moving.
1: Kind of, you know, similar. I've been
2: waiting on these don'ts.
1: Yeah, kind of similar to, you know, a couple of them that you named, but a little different. But uh, here's what we're not going to do. Don't fix your to-leave plate before you fix your (laughs) your plate. I'm going to say it again. Do not fix your to-leave plate. Before you fix your here plate, that goes for everybody. I don't care if you take medicine. Everybody can <laughs> follow. I don't care if you take medicine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Number two. All right. When the real game come on tomorrow, I know it's the NFL games on tomorrow, but the real game gonna come on at six thirty. That's the egg What's ball the real game? Old Miss Mississippi. Egg hey, bowl. Yeah. And why says I'm on here, I said it early, but let me say it again. They done hired Greg Knox. So, Greg Knox, Winston Knox, Fort Knox, don't matter. Rebels by 20. (laughs) All right. By how much? By 20. Damn. So, look.
0: You shouldn't have been talking shit.
1: When the game come on, all that loud talking has got to cease. Like, all, during all that time, you can talk loud and carry on. Y'all can play music, you know, all of that other kind of stuff. But when the game come on, sit down and be quiet.
2: You got to watch that joint on mute, man. No,
1: nah, we ain't doing that. Don't get in front of the I TV. Didn't. Talking about what you used to do in high school and all that. You're not an athlete anymore. Days are behind you. Number three. Sit your keys, don't do not sit your keys down when you come in. And then when you get ready to leave, you got the whole house searching for your key.
2: Oh, You can go ahead and cross this. You, you should, because they definitely going to do that shit.
1: So, and then to piggyback on that, number four, don't park behind somebody. If you know you got it bad about laying your keys down. We're not finna disrupt the whole Thanksgiving to help you look for your keys. And no, I'm not going that way to take you home and let you come back and get your car tomorrow. We ain't doing it. <laughs> <I ain't> go- <laughs> number five, right? Don't, when they get ready to pull a name for Christmas, if you know you're gonna get mad and leave tomorrow, don't pull a name. Because what's gonna happen is we're gonna get back together for Christmas. And somebody ain't going to have no gift because you still mad from Thanksgiving. So, uncle, whoever going to have to go in their pocket and just give somebody $20 just so they won't be in the back crying. So, those are my do's and don'ts for Thanksgiving. Please govern yourselves. Of course. Hey, that's a pretty solid list. Yeah, man. You got to let the people know, man. got to let the people know.
2: Yeah, for sure. And uh, again, man, this is, what episode forty three North Street 40, could talk. It's, sponsored, know, it's sponsored by uh Chad face So before we get to the last segment, real quick, we're gonna run this promo again and let them know. Pull up on my guy and come shout with us if you need the promo. We, you know, what I'm saying, I the song is not part of the promo. The flyer he provided his own flyer. Now, if you need that type of service, that that is not included in the regular fee. But I can whip you up a song, whip you a promo song. I can have my designer do you some graphics, all of that, but but that's not included in the price that's on the flyer. The flyer is for promo. 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 And if you promo. want that other shit, you're gonna need some more. But yeah, man, it's not pro mouse about chassis. Yo, we back for another episode of Sticks and Stones. This episode is brought to you by Chaz Fade From none other than my homie Chaz A. McCaskill Licensed master barber Located at Enhanced Barbershop 2317 West University Drive Suite 173 Den, Texas Phone number 662-288-3692 Pull up on my guy man He'll get you right Tell him Sticks and Stones sent you Whether you want the waves The fade Or edge up on the braids whether you got dreads, or you trying to switch it up because you're on the run from the feds. Go see my guy, man. He
0: gonna get you right. Doors open. Come in. Have a seat. Make an appointment. No line. No wait. VIP. Yeah. Yes, sir. Shout
2: out to Chaz a, man. Yeah, man. Shout out for you yeah. Man, for catching, catching that sale. I think Chad got that big package. We He got about 10 episodes on y'all, man.
1: The yeah. So what are you saying, yeah, on that here week. Yeah. He bought the 10 he bought the 10 episode package. Yeah. You wanna see something different? You can Y'all don't sign up. Yeah.
2: For sure. But yeah, man. So we're gonna hop into you know this last thing, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, we, man. What man. So you just think about that.
1: Celebrate, man. Like I said, just um uh, it's uh it's been a year bro like and uh we was talking earlier and uh I think we had a list of like all the different you know personalities and stuff we you know we've had on from pastors to rappers to uh mental health, yeah mental health advocate and you know uh I can't man. hear you no more man look is that my bad. can you hear me now? Yep. You hear me? You hear me? Professional athletes. Yeah. Um uh, man, just a, you know, just a whole rundown, man. Like just I'm just super proud, man, everything we accomplished, you know, uh, over this past year. Like I said, you mentioned it, you know, earlier. Uh definitely couldn't have done, you know, uh what we did uh without without E Man. So uh like I said, once again, shout out to him. Uh, for helping us get this thing off the ground And uh pushing it forward But like I said you know we still got work To do but uh Man I was just going you know I was just reflecting And uh I was just Going to ask you man like what was that Like what was it like at that Moment I was sitting there thinking about yesterday This time last year you know Y'all was in the process you know Moving and all that and so You know you could have said no You know when we reached out But uh I mean, what was it about it, you know, that made you say, I'm going to take this on, you know, as well, plus everything, the million other things I got going on?
2: Man, I don't know. I got a lot of respect for you. I got a lot of respect for E. In the moment, uh, I ain't have nothing else planned. You know, was up front with like, hey, there's other stuff going on, so i going to pan out. And y'all both ensured me that you know we'll make whatever work and so a while ago um along probably in the army i read this book i don't even remember the name of it at this point i gotta find it because i want to read it again but it's about saint um and so book it talks about you know the, the power of just saying yes and things that you will experience if you start doing that more often than just turning things down and it, doing so kind of allows you to live to the full, uh, it allows you to challenge yourself. And it, of course it doesn't say, say yes to everything, but you know, stuff that makes sense or stuff that you wouldn't normally do stuff that you're not thinking about opportunities present themselves. Sometimes, you, you know what I'm saying? In order to experience and enjoy things, you got to just say yes. So in that moment, cool, let's, let's do it. Let's see where it go. And uh you know,
1: a year later? Yeah, man. So, uh, I mean, you know, it's just, it's, it's been a journey, man. Cause like I said, you know, getting into it and uh, you know, I didn't have any experience, you know, with podcasting or anything. Like I said, it's kind of, you know, bubbled out of, you know, the pandemic. It seemed like everybody was starting a podcast. So it definitely, you know, wasn't about that. Um, I've always known I wanted to do something with media. But, you know didn't know exactly what just from you know going to school and you know getting my degree uh, in broadcast journalism. and so uh, you know I just feel like you know this was the best way and the way we began by starting with our roots and trying to highlight people from where we from like that's I mean I that's that's an unexplainable you know feeling. Uh, People that we've been able to reach out to, make connections with, network, and just, like, tell their story, so to speak, and inspire people. So, uh, just grateful, you know, for the whole experience, man. Like I said, it's work, uh, but I enjoy it, though. Like, every week, like, tearing it all down and then building it back up, you know, each week. In a
2: few days. Yeah. I agree, man. It's been a process. It's been a journey. I enjoy it. Uh, there are times where you know what I'm saying life gets in the way, and it's like, damn, bro, I wish I ain't had to do the show. Got other things going on, and then you figure out a way to make it happen. You figure out a way to balance it out, and then you come on and like those are like for me, those be the best moments. Like the shows where I have like a lot going on, and it's like, bro, I really need more time. I really wish I had more time to plan this. You know, you come on in a moment. And then it's, you know what I'm saying, Uh what you get out of it, what I get out of it, uh, reward. And so it just keeps coming back. And then, again, <clears throat> talking to, like, you sent that list earlier from all the different people that we talked to in all the different professions. And when I look at that list, it's like it's unreal. And we probably, we should drop that on the page just, just to provide some clarity. But our first year, no experience, those are things we've been able to do. And I think it's to be acknowledged and celebrated, you know what I'm saying? By us, not really necessarily for nobody else, but like you said, you know, barbers, pastors, uh, pilots, restaurant owners, uh, other entrepreneurs, um, speech pathologists, uh, so many others that I can't name. So we're going to, Post that list, yeah. All yeah. the OG barbers in the community where yeah.
1: we from, Olympian. You know, what Olympian saying coaches, yeah. Uh, realtors, finance managers, uh, TV slash movie actor, director. I mean, like, we've been able to reach out and touch. You know, a lot of people, bro. So, and I feel like, you know, I want to like, give a shout out to them because I mean, without without us even being, you know, I guess a established platform uh these folks agreed to come on and i mean be vulnerable you know with us and transparent and just you know talk about you know their humble beginnings and you know all their the ups and their downs and adversities and and all that kind of stuff but you know like i said that uh it speaks a lot to you know how we go to business and uh i think you know one thing about us that i've heard uh from some of the people who've been on is we make them feel at home. And I mean that's just the cold water way.
2: Yeah. So. And it's dope, know.
1: man. It's dope to see
2: people connect with old faces. Um, you know what I'm saying? The list just keep popping up in my head as we go on, but you know what I'm saying, it's just ridiculous. The people we've been able to bring on in such a short period of time. You got Olympians, you got former uh college athletes d1 you got pro football players so uh that's something to be proud of man yeah. for
1: sure um so i think uh my favorite moment uh if i could select one probably have to be uh straight razor no chaser um and it came from, I didn't even know Dennis Jones was going to be a participant, you know, in the episode. But uh, I think, he, you know, somewhere along, like, the end of the interview, he just ended up saying that, like, he had thought about, like, giving up Barbara. Or,
2: yeah, I remember that. He
1: Like, he was about to. Yeah, letting it go. And uh, he was like, I think, you know, after tonight, sitting here, you know, talking with Anthony and Michi and, you know, with us. Like, man, I think I I think I wanna, you know, keep going. And yep. man, just kinda, you know, like hit me in the chest, bro. Like I was just like, man, something we doing like made you reconsider like a life move. And uh, you know, to my knowledge, he still couldn't. So uh that was one of my my favorite yeah. moments, man. Yeah,
2: that's dope. Um that whole episode. Just was dope, and of course, especially for me, not being local anymore, seeing all the faces I grew up. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that, knowing they still doing what they came in doing, and still making an impact. It was just dope to see that. Uh, uh, another one of my favorite moments, probably just because it was related, it was personal. Was when y'all surprised me and brought Coach Dandridge on. Man, that that was a big for me because i had seen coaching forever uh until everything was just, just like normal but that was a big moment for me so shout out to y'all for just doing that connecting with coach bringing him on and you know what I'm saying like who would think like this place what we doing and and then like you know what I'm saying dealing sometimes with with uh our editors and technology you know, but people agreeing to come on and share their stories man that's that's big to me so yeah. that was probably Coach Coach Danger was probably one of my favorite moments. And then like I started doing those clips and looking at the stuff Cedric was saying, man. Uh, it's so many moments, but like just my favorites as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. Episode-wise, yeah, definitely. Cedric Jackson and and um was one of my favorite episodes. Uh because honestly, between him and then, you know, that your your album uh like it, it, it kinda got me out of a you know what I'm saying dark place. So well I ain't gonna say kind of it did. Um yeah. be able to, being able to go back and watch that episode and then also you know, putting you know, heal yourself and and all that uh along with it. So uh with that and then uh Jeff uh Mabry was another another episode that I just, I was like, it was just real, you know what I'm saying, inspiring to talk to somebody that I'm like, I don't think I've ever even had a conversation with a pilot before. And I mean, I've had conversations with him, you know, outside of of the platform, but just being able to bring somebody, you know, of his stature, you know, on from where we from, like, I don't know anybody else that's doing what he's doing uh, where we from.
2: Yep, for sure. That's for sure. And then like you you was talking about how we started you know what I'm saying how it's going. I just I really didn't mention cause I was piggybacking off of what you said, but just like the the part of no experience. Not anything about like this using now, not knowing anything about any of this and just learning and growing each episode. Uh it's been you know, fulfilling. And then it's also when I look at the pit the big picture, like it's helping me in other aspects of it. I can anywhere, uh work. And I and I didn't before because, you know, being in a leadership position, it, it come with it sometimes. But now it's just still like I'm more comfortable. I'm getting more comfortable. And as I watch the episode, you can see the growth, you can see the you can see what we put into it, uh at least from my standpoint and knowing what we put into it and then seeing it uh unfold. On the screen is, is different. And so, like, and then still growing, like, we, I just started posting these clips. We, what we was looking for to be able to get the clips and uh, just seeing like the reaction we're seeing uh, the thing, the exposure, and then gaining people. So, or gaining followers and, and people to more people liking our page. So, uh, and I, like, even looking back at this three months from now, I'm going to look at those those reels like, man, those, those trash, based on not what – but, like, the, the quality and how they're being created. But right now, in putting them out, it's like, damn, that's, that's fire. And I just feel like I can see the growth. And so, yeah. I'm super proud of that.
1: Yeah. Like I said, one – um speaking of that is like one, one quote that uh, has stuck with me probably for the last decade is – um came from Bishop uh, I.V. Hilliard, and uh, I probably, I heard it like 10 years ago, but probably like five years ago is when I really understood what it meant, and he said, God gives you more on your way than he does before you start, and, you know, what What I've taken it to mean is that, you know, sometimes, we you know, we're looking for all the answers to go and get started, but, uh, or before we get started. But sometimes the answers are found, you know what I'm saying, along the journey. And so he just kinda, you know, gives you more. Okay, you you go another five miles, okay, I'm gonna give you this. Like yeah. um uh, the the instructions come come along with, you know, your obedience. So uh I, yeah, like I guess that's, that's that's what we did. You know, we just got started and uh, you know, then we started doing the clips and, you know, the sponsorships and you know, adding music, you know, here and there, and, and all that kind of stuff. So everything just kind of, you know, rolled along, and it just, you know, just made sense. So, man, um, like, I can't be more thankful, or uh, or any more grateful, man, for you know, having this platform and uh, just seeing, you know, where we can take it, bro. Yes, sir. Um, as far as like. Oh, yeah. Just the future, bro, like, uh, man, we got, I'm telling y'all, I know a lot of people, you know, cap when they uh, start talking like this. But, uh, I mean, we, uh, we've we been able to get the platform, you know, in front of, you know, some people that I feel like y'all definitely going to want to, you know, hear from down the road. And uh, so I'm excited, man, to see, you know, who else we can, you Know uncover and reveal, you know, from around the way, um, as well as expand and reach, you know, to other regions and you know, just try to reach the masses. So, um, yep. I'm uh, I'm ready, man,
2: and me too, bro. Uh, yeah, just looking at this in front of me right here, but you know, the plans that we got and uh, the people that we're trying to right now or real soon, uh I think gonna make a lot of impact. So I'm looking forward to that, man. You know what I'm saying? Couldn't ask for a better person to do it with.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. Same here, bro. Um and then bro before we get out of here, um, we gotta say thanks to the ones that allow us to uh get on here, whether it's thirty minutes or three hours or Whatever, man, but um, my yeah, wife, uh, J.K., uh, Peyton Presley, that, you know, uh, allow, you know, your, your husband, your dad to, to spend time. I know sometimes I'm sitting on the couch in the zone because I'm thinking about, you know, a title for an episode or, you know, what music I'm going to put with it or, you know, whatever the case may be. Or when we're doing the show, I'm like, hey, I need you to be quiet. You know, so uh just uh just just really grateful, you know what I'm saying, that they uh see the vision and uh they want to be a part as well, whatever they, whatever that might be.
2: Yeah, man, same here. Shout out to my family, man, shout out to my wife, uh Nikki, Jayla, Leela and Raylan for allowing me the space to create or to be doing this and then the time. Oh, the time that it takes to prepare you know and giving me time to do that as well. So, yeah, man, I appreciate y'all. Love y'all and, you know what I'm saying, Maybe, well, on a family episode or something, but, you know, who knows down the line, man, we might have the family on, might have the wires on or yeah. uh, where wherever they fit in or wherever it make, makes most sense. So, just shout out to y'all for holding us down and supporting us even when we got stuff we supposed to be doing, like cooking stuff like that, you know. Yeah. So, yep.
1: But uh yeah man, uh, we hope y'all, you know, um uh, enjoyed tonight. This has been episode 43 with North Street could talk. And uh I don't think we really need to break that down on why, you know, we called it that. Um but you know, it is what it is. Um it is what it is. So, man, y'all enjoy y'all Thanksgiving tomorrow. Uh, As announced, we'll be back next week with episode 44. Uh, It's Tiny Todd, so be on the lookout. We'll drop the official uh, announcement uh, sometime next week. But uh, Other than that, man, we out. We appreciate everybody for rocking with us. Thank all the guests that uh, put their trust in us to do right by them, bringing them on, uh, asking them the right things. um, And uh, just trying to uh help show the world that man we uh we got good stuff from Tate County too, man.
2: Yeah, we have him. Yeah, now I'm finna go put this Thanksgiving arm on.
1: Yeah.
2: You know what I'm saying? Put that motherfucker, John. I got off Amazon on and get to work in the kitchen. Might fight it green. You feel me?
1: <laughs> yeah, man. So look, Matt, take us out, man. What you what you got for us to go out on?
2: man i was feeling god feeling money man but you know it's thanksgiving and i'm grateful so i'm, I'm gonna run with that boy cali and yes, we're gonna see y'all next week man this has been episode 43 of north street talk and we out let the blessings let the blessings flow, the blessings
0: flow. right to my Let the blessing go. Say I'm grateful for not anything but everything Every loss I had to take, I took it on the chin. We stood on our ten I knew one day that we would win again Been prayed on my downfall by many men Oh Lord, I thank you for not giving in Must I tell him once again all I do is win. You either win with us or watch us win. That's why I'm grateful for anything and everything. That's why I'm grateful for anything and everything. All oh Lord, I'm grateful for anything and everything. Oh, oh. I'm so ungrateful all oh Lord. I'm so ungrateful all oh Lord. I had to my soul. I never lost a can with many rings. Even though the hatred came with many things Cause I can't go for anything